Father, say this morning, I join the faith of all believers here gathered to say thank you. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for your mighty power that is working in me. I am strong. I am healthy. I am fit. And I say thank you. Why don't you lift your voice and give him praise? Oh, are you praying to God to give him praise and thanks? giving praise for all your loved ones, your family, your children, your mother, father, your wife, your husband. Tell him, Lord, I am grateful. In diverse ways, you have shown yourself as a fortress, a mighty warrior in the midst of your people. Now lift your voice and say, Father, speak to me. Speak a word in season to me. This morning we are talking about hearing from God. And every child of God must hear from God. They that know their God, they shall do exploits. Father, speak to me. I don't want to leave this place the same way as I came. Send forth your word in spirit. Your word in power. Let your mighty word touch our lives. Are you praying? There is a reason we come to church. One of them is that God has a word for you. He says you are all sons of the prophets. There is a word by a prophet. There is a prophetic word. 
God has prepared for you, if you can receive it, you will never leave this place the same. Glory to God. Now unto the one upon the throne we raise the sun. We raise the sun. Oh, he is God and God alone. Yeah. 
this morning by your mighty hand you have gathered us here to hear your word to thank you to worship you to give you praise Lord we pray that as we are to hear your word you will speak a word to us may the word set us upon our feet and grant us an inheritance may this word unlock mysteries of the kingdom unto us may we gain access by the preaching of your word if there is any worry if there is any tired by the hearing of your word, let strength enter them. If there is any sick and afflicted, by the hearing of your word, let there be deliverance. Let there be healings. If there is anyone believing you, God, for any expectation and any desire and any breakthrough, Lord, by the preaching of your word, let there be a release of provisions. In the name of Jesus, if there is anyone expecting any miracle, by the preaching of your word, let signs and wonders follow. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed with thanksgiving. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? And kindly take your seat. Look at the person on your left, the person on your right, and say, good to see you today. Oh, say, I am happy to see you today. And tell the person on the other side of you, please welcome to church. Hallelujah. Psalm 29. Give unto the Lord, all you mighty ones. What are we to give to him? He said, give unto the Lord glory and strength. To give glory to God means to recognize that it is the Lord. To make sure that the Lord is deserving of that which we boast of. So when he said, God, I thank you, means you are giving glory to God. But when he said, if it is not my uncle, I will not be working here. You have denied God his glory. God works through men. He may use your uncle, but your uncle is not a source. Glory to God. Look at the verse 2. I'm reading to verse 5. It said, give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Then he says, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Look at the next verse. Then he says, the voice of the Lord is over the waters. Other version says over many waters. Then he says, the God of glory tenders. The Lord is over many waters. Verse 4. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The, when the Bible says the voice of the Lord is powerful, it doesn't mean that God speaks through power. What it means is that if you hear the voice of the Lord, a certain power will begin to happen in your life. When you hear one voice from God, you are going to testify of a thousand miracles. Amen. Why? The voice of the Lord is powerful. Then he says, the voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Majesty is the splendor of glory. Majesty is the beauty of glory. Majesty is the beauty of strength. Then he says, the voice of the Lord 
is full of majesty. Then he says, the voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord, yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. If there is any obstacle, if there is any barrier, it will not hinder because at the hearing of the voice of God, there shall be the breaking away of any force of hindrance. This morning I am preaching to you, hearing the voice of God. If a Christian does not hear God, he has not begun his work with God. The Bible says, if we live in the spirit, Galatians 5 says, we should also walk in the spirit. There is the being of a Christian and the walking as a Christian. These days, everybody says it's a Christian. But they don't remember the last time they heard from God. Until you hear from God, you have not begun as a Christian yet. Hey, really? Then, Pastor, I'm not a Christian. <laughs> you are born again. That makes you a Christian. But being born again doesn't mean you are walking as somebody who is born again. A child that is born today is as a human being as any other person. But that child cannot talk. That child can never, cannot even eat proper food. It's only milk without bones. How many of you love to eat only milk all the days of your life? What if the milk contains all the essential nutrients you need? Still, at least some ammonia should come into your mouth. How many of you have realized that even if there was no bones in chicken, chicken would not be nice. By the way, it's only Africans who eat bones. All over the world, people don't eat bones. That means Africa and China. You know, China, they eat everything. They are called panivorous beans. When you say somebody is panivorous, it means he eats everything. In English, pan means all. So when you say pan-African, it means all African. Uh-huh. So when you say panivorous, means, you know vorous, vorous means to devote, to eat, like carnivorous or carnivorous. So panivorous or omnivorous. Omni means all around. It means he eats everything. In China, they eat plants, they eat reptiles, they eat rodents, they eat uh, uh, flies, they eat amphibians. <laughs> and we are like that. We eat flies. We eat insects. We eat rodents like rats. Mouse. There are some people in Nigeria who eat mice or mouse. Plural is mice. And you know that the mouse, the elder brother is the rat. The rat lives in the bush and the mouse eats, lives in the house. And one is Their composition is the same. Their anatomy is the same. They even look the same. They eat reptiles, lizards, 
snakes, worms. Pastor, focus on your preaching. You are changing our appetite for today. (laughs) Are you here? So, the word of God is speaking to us this morning that if we can hear one voice from God, it will break every cedar, destroy every obstacle that is in our way. How does God speak to us? Every child of God is supposed to hear from God. Every Christian is supposed to hear from God. Every human being, at least, who eat some salad, eat some chicken, eat some beef. But so long as he is in the baby's court, he cannot eat fufu and bangu. So as a Christian, until you are eating bangu, you are not functioning fully as a Christian. As a Christian, until you start hearing from God, you are not functioning as a true Christian. And the truth is that hearing from God is not at the preserve of some select few. It's not that some special people are those who have to hear God. We must try to distinguish between functioning as a minister and functioning as a Christian. We all function as Christians, but not all of us may function as people who are in the ministry. There are certain things that when people are experiencing, they are experiencing because a certain ministry from the Lord has been given to them. So hearing from God is not something that is for ministers. Hearing from God is something that is for every child of God. God must speak to every one of us. And every one of us must hear when God speaks. Until we hear God speaking to us, we will never be free from demons. Until we hear God speak to us, we will never be free from mistakes and errors. Why? Because God is deliberately speaking to us every day as a light. The Bible says that the path of the just or the righteous shines as a light. Or in the darkness. And it shines brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. The whole world is in darkness. If you have eyes, you will see that everything in the world is dark. And Christians are shining like pockets and pillars of light. The small places we are occupying are the place of light. Everywhere, the Bible says the whole world dwells and lies in darkness. In this dark, God is the one who is our light. Giving us direction. The Bible says we should lean on him in all our ways. He would direct our path. We should not walk in our own understanding. But we should lean or rely on God. And in all our ways, he would direct our path. So how does God, the Bible says the spirit of a man is the candle of the Lord or the light of the Lord. Shining in, 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 I mean, in our inward selves. God is our light. He is showing us directions. If you can hear one direction from the Lord, you will forever escape every mistake of your life. God is giving us directions. I remember when I was a student. One day, a man of God came to preach 
And when the man of God was preaching, he said, there is somebody here, God is taking you from this school to another school. And I was a student in KNUSD. When I heard the man speak that thing, I knew that that word was for me. How did I know? Because I saw in a vision. One day I went to pray. As I was praying, most of you who know KNUSD very well, there is a place called KNUSD foyer. The foyer is an entrance to their great hall. And I decided to lie down and I fell into a trance. In the trance, I saw a man holding a key. And the man was shaking the key like this. And I managed to see the writing on the key. And the writing on the key was common word, 43. When I saw that, I didn't really understand. So I went to talk to a friend of mine. That day, when I saw that vision and I finished praying, I went to sleep. And in my sleep, I had a dream. And a friend of mine came to tell me that you have been conceived in two wombs. In one of them, you will be born. So I didn't understand what all of these keys and the wombs meant. So I went to a friend of mine and I told him the visions. And he said, he doesn't understand. Meanwhile, this guy too is somebody that can explain some of these things. But he said, he doesn't understand. It was a Saturday. On Sunday, I went to church. And when I went to church, a man of God was preaching. And he said, there is somebody in this meeting. God is taking you out of this school. That man of God was Dr. Bempa. He came to preach in KNUST. Assemblies of God Church. And when he made that statement, I knew that statement was for me. When I sat down, that meeting, the former vice chancellor of KNUST was there. His name was called Professor Andam. When I sat in that meeting, and the man of God was telling that somebody is in this meeting, you are going to leave this place. God is going to take you. I knew he was talking to me. It was so strong that God was, was talking to me. Then I sat in my chair and I saw the professor, Professor Andam, sitting there. And the Lord told me that this is the last time you will see this man. When we closed the meeting, I went straight to him and I said, Oh, hello, sir. Please, I want to take a picture with you. I still have that picture. I printed that picture. I saw the man on Sunday. Wednesday, the man died. God speaks to us. Quickly, I went to town to buy forms. I applied and I came to Legon. I left that school. When I came to Legon, the Lord told me that whatever you see Ampa do, do the same. When I was in tech, there was a young man who was a very dangerous man of God. Preaching everywhere. If you were in that school and you didn't know him, you are not there. This is a man by Sansla picks a phone to call him. But he was a student. And he had the whole school, he was the prayer leader. And I was part of the prayer group. And the Lord told me that as I've come to Legon, whatever I saw him did in tech, as you do, they say, to the glory of God. If you pass through Legon 2008, to 2012, 13, 14. And this small little voice and this funny face, you never saw it, then you were not in that school. I literally received a word impartation from that man. Why? God spoke to me. Many people are frustrated because they do not hear the voice of God. 
How does God speak to us, number one? God speaks to us by the prophets. Three major ways. There are three major ways God speaks to us. Hosea. Hosea chapter 12. Are you Hosea? Are you in Hosea? If you are there, say yes, I am there. Hosea chapter 12, verse 10, verse 11. Verse 11. Verse 10 says, verse 10. I have spoken by the prophets. And he says, I have multiplied visions. I have given symbols through the witness of the prophets. So God speaks to us by his voice. He also speaks to us even by symbols. I believe that when I saw the man died on the Wednesday, I knew that what God said that day was true. It was a symbol to me. I still have that picture. If you come to my house, I can show it to you. I was standing there in my suit and my tie. Me, I've always worn tie. Even when I was not big. Big in terms of weight. Because I used to be very slim, but I was still wearing tie. You know, when you are slim and you wear tie, it doesn't look too nice. Because you have to feel it. (laughs) God speaks to us by prophets. When I am standing here and I'm preaching, don't think I'm giving you advice. When you are like that, you will never hear God. When the Lord told me, no, what happened to me in Legon? It's a proof that God spoke to me. Hello? I said, what happened? It's a proof that God spoke to me. No, 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 maybe you don't understand. Maybe some of you are not in Legon. I'm not boasting. I'm just telling you the proof of God's voice. He said he speaks with power. When God speaks and you hear, you will see power happening. If God tells you that go to Echo Bank, let me tell you, no matter the demons in Echo Bank, they can't pull you out of that place. Why? God sent you there. When the Lord told me to go to Legon, he told me I'm going to Komowa because I saw the key dangling. Komowa 43. Guess what? When I came to Legon, the man first room in the University of Ghana, Komowa, D43. It was a proof God has spoken to me. But why would God take me from that place? And why did God even take me there, the first place? He took me there to receive and to see what Ampa was doing. So that I can do the same. I was the first student in the University of Ghana to organize a program and the student is the speaker. Most of them, if you hear anybody doing a program, they invite somebody to come and preach. Me, I was the preacher. There was no hall. I did a program and it was not full. I mean, when I preach those days, I preach and I close one. I start at 8 p.m. The meeting starts at 6. But I'll start preaching at 8 and I close at 12 or 1. And the place is full. Students. Why? God spoke to me. God spoke to me. God spoke to me. If God is to speak to you concerning a matter, you will never struggle to deal with it. But most of us are not interested. 
As I'm preaching to you right now, God, he said, I have witnessed by the prophets. I have spoken. God, who in sundry times and in diverse ways spoke to us by the prophets, spoke to us by the prophets. God speaks to us. God speaks to us. As I'm preaching right now, what you should hear is that God is telling that this is the season to seek his voice. A specific voice that will speak to you concerning your life. If you have been praying that God give me money, by this preaching, you should change your preaching, your prayer point, and say, God, speak to me. Why? Because you have spoken to me that this is the season to hear your voice. Lakuta Kabatai. You will hear a voice. You will hear God. You are about to be initiated into hearing from God. Some of you are going to hear with clarity. One day I was lying on my bed. I went to pray. I came back around 4:30 a.m. I was very tired. I decided to sleep. As soon as I lie on the bed, when Fred pray for Frederick, ah, nobody is there. I said, ah. I just went to pray. If there is any prayer to pray for anyone, at least I just went to pray. He could have told me that. Then I lie down. Pray for your brother. Even if you don't pray for him, I will touch him. So out of guilt and shame, I sat on my bed and I said, God, in the name of Jesus, wherever my brother is, touch his life. I declare that he's free from any harassment of the devil. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> so I have done my part. God didn't say pray six hours. He said, as you pray. Guess what? Around 6 30, my mother called me. said, Your brother has been admitted at the hospital. Mm. When did it happen? This dawn, around 4 a.m. Mm. When he said, They said, You should pray for him. I said, Don't worry. I'll finish the prayers. In about three hours, my mother called me. said, He has been discharged. If God speaks, there will be a way out. I have proofs of God speaking to me. Clearly and distinctly. At least what Ampa did, do say, I heard it. The man was organizing Friday meetings every Friday. Friday all night. Every Friday. 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Every Friday. So I went on Legon campus and I didn't get venue. I went to see this. They didn't mind me. So eventually I changed mine. And I said, okay, I'm going to do conferences. Because I was not getting a venue. He was doing a teaching service every Saturday. Every Sunday, sorry, Sunday, 3 p.m. It was called School of the Living Dove. Then me too. Ampa was doing teaching school. Me too, I'm doing a teaching school. And I also did a teaching school. I didn't get venue on Sunday. But I got venue on Saturday. And me to I called my own school of the tabernacle school of the spirit. His own was the living dove. The dove is the spirit. So me to I did my own school of the spirit. Tabernacle school of the spirit. One time we counted churches in Legon. Nineteen of the presidents of all the churches had come out of that school. 19. All the presidents in the Legon, all the churches, every leader had come from that school. 
So it was called the 10th Life Brethren. From UCF to Pensa to Methodist to even Anglican. I had more souls in Catholic. The Catholic charismatic renewal leader was my protege. I'm one of the few students who preach in Catholic church as a student. I heard well. Look, I heard well. I, I heard well. This morning, God will speak to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. When you hear the voice of a man of God, just know God is talking to you. Like as I'm preaching, and sometimes they say, tell them. No, say, tell me. It's not for them, it's for you. God says, this is the season to seek my voice. Last Friday, we were having prayers here. I told them that you are as secure as walking in the will of God. The moment you drift from the will of God, you cannot but to face demons. Through our scriptures, anybody in the will of God without prayer was protected. The will of God is our protection. You are as secure as knowing God's will for your life. And God's will for our lives is dictated by his voice. Do this. Don't do this. Go here. Don't go here. Some of you, God will tell you about the courses you are doing. You have plans to do master. This is not the time to say, my brother is doing aquatic magnetic engineering. No. Ask God, where should I go with my masters? He will tell a specific voice. Specific voice. Specific voice. Specific voice. God is going to speak to you from this moment. In the mighty name of Jesus. If there is any confusion in your heart. If there is any form of indecision. Not knowing what to do. God will speak to you. God speaks to us. Number two. I said number one. God speaks to us by his prophets. God speaks to us also by his word. Who has woe and who has readiness of eyes? He said, they that tarry long at the wine. The Bible is not a book. Don't be deceived by people who are talking rubbish. 2010, I was lying on, 11, I was lying on my bed in Commonwealth Hall. With excruciating pain from my throat. <clears throat> and the flesh in my skin, in my throat will tear. When I do, <clears throat> and it will be in my hand. You see blood coming. I couldn't sleep. The Lord told me, lift my word and read the Psalms. So I just pick my Bible randomly like this. And I open Psalms. And I started reading. I started reading. I started reading 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. By the time I hit 40 minutes, every pain has left up to tomorrow. When I talk about the word of God, I'm not talking about a book written by a white man. I'm talking about my encounters that nobody can ever deny. You can tell me the Bible is not the word of God, but you can't tell me that it was through the reading of the Bible that the pain left. Many Christians don't have a testimony. That is why they easily get confused. When you have an encounter with the word of God, nobody can confuse you. I was a very shy person. Very timid. The first time I spoke to a lady for five minutes, I was in the secondary school. 
A friend of mine was talking to somebody and I was standing there. And we stood there for five minutes. That was the first time. Very shy. Even my friend, when I was in secondary school, my classmate took my book. I was shy to ask. Up to date, I never got the book back. The book title was Agnetan uh, Uzoma. Uh, 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 the awkward grandmaster now in Christ. One day, I prayed to God that God should teach me spiritual truth. As I kept praying, as I kept praying, three days, I went to open my trunk in secondary school and I saw the book on my trunk. I never, I asked everybody, nobody had come to the room, the book was on the trunk. So I understood that God wants me to read. They went for preps and I don't know your school, my school, they locked the rooms during prep time. I went to hide under the bed so that they would not see me. And they locked the rooms. And when they locked the rooms and they went for the preps, I got on my bed. I read that book in one sitting. By the time they came back two hours from the prep, I had finished reading that book. And I was shocked at things in that book. Then, in my excitement, I began to talk to people. You see this? Then a friend of mine called for I'm mindful. So, I want to read the book. He took the book. I was shy. I couldn't ask for the book. I used to tell somebody that please talk to him for me to get my book for me. My own classmate. <laughs> my own book. One day I went to church and I danced. They went to report to my mother. My mother said it's not true. When Fred dancing in church, it's a joke. This boy, can he dance? I used to be very shy. I was reading my Bible. One day, lying on my bed, reading my Bible, something jumped out of me. Before I realized, I had left the room in my boxes with dancing light, and I didn't notice. So as I was going, I got to the entrance of the house. I got outside of that. That was when I realized that I was naked. I was too excited for what I encountered in the word of God. I was jubilating. Even when I didn't notice that you are not wearing a shirt. From that day, from that day, I began to preach. To little, great and small. Everywhere I, I, I started preaching to my own classmates. I started preaching to my, one day I told a guy, he used to be very somebody I respect a lot. He came to my house. I said, if you don't repent, you will die. Then I started crying in front of him. The word of God is, 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 is the voice of God. Look at the Psalm 29 we just read. He tenders by his voice. By the word. Many people are religious with the Bible. You must come to the place where you have to be spiritual with the Bible. That's why many things have been attacked in the last days, including the word of God. But the truth is that you can attack the book, but you cannot attack my experience. You cannot attack my testimony. You can't tell me that me, what I have is from me. I know that my English was not good. I have never attended any international school in my life. Even Frederick attended better school than me. But he knows that I speak better English than him. And the part of Kumasi I stay is not the place they speak English. Kumasi is only 10% that speaks English. No, no, no. Don't be offended. We are telling the truth. <laughs> When you, when you come to a crowd, everybody speaks English. It's not like that. Over there, when you try to speak English, they will insult you. Especially when you are buying in the market. 
and you start speaking English, they will hit the other person, Charlie Bakwaba. Because they know that a fool has come, we are about to cheat him. Because the real people don't speak English. But the way I'm speaking like this, it's not because I attended a good school. It's because the Lord touched me. But the encounter, the encounter, the encounter of his word. There are people who have no encounter from reading the scriptures. He says, how that from your youth, you have known the word of God, which is able to make you wise. People say that when Fred is wise. Well, I don't know why that is true. But if it is true, it's from the Bible. If it is true, it's from the Bible. My confidence is from the Bible. Everything I read, God is talking to me. Everything I read, he said, yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. No bad news has shaken me. I don't remember the last time anybody encouraged me. My wife is at the back, you can ask her. When was the last time she encouraged me? I've never needed encouragement. Why? Encouragement is in the word. My strength is in the word. When you tell me bad news, I know it's not final. If you tell me that, oh, Winfred, this person has cancer, I say, oh, it's just the word of a man. It's not. People think that when men speak, it's final. If men speak, it's final, then by now you have an iPhone 12 because that's what your uncle said. Some of you jubilate at the promises of men more than the promises of God. But the Bible says his promises are yea and amen. The boy said he will marry you. You are so happy that you want to even leave church to follow him. But that's the word of a man. He can die tomorrow. When I was in secondary school, I had a, a senior. He was a year ahead of us. He used to say that it was his anthem. Enye boga. Enye, enye graduate. Yonkone boga. In other words, traveling abroad, you, you can't compare a graduate to somebody who is a boga. Because the mother was in Italy. And the master used to bring him nice, nice things. Ubu Sani said, oh, why do you nice or so? You're the brand. One day, the guy, those days, to have mobile phone was not easy. The guy stood at the top of the building and dropped his mobile phone. Meanwhile, the one school, only one or two people have mobile phones. I'm talking about 2004. iPhone was manufactured in 2000, I think, Eight or nine. iPad was 2010. So at that time, there was no even iPhone. The guy dropped the phone. Crash. Why? Right after school, I'm going to Italy. I mean, I'm not interested in this. Your book, book, book matter. The guy finished school today. Three days, the mother died. One day, I met him in town in Chelewati. His Italy has left him. That is the word of a man. If you can commit yourself to the word of God, Instead, you, you see, there is nobody who has stayed by the word and didn't hear from God. We have superficial approach, perfunctory approach. We, we don't drink deep. We read the Bible as if, oh, we have to do quiet time, 15 minutes, 10 minutes. No, 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 no. Nobody gets drunk by taking one thought. That's why the Bible says, who has woe? Who has readiness of eyes? Said they that tarry long at the wine. Look on how those sack upon someone. Then you see that you begin to do like this. Those that are drunk, and when you get drunk, you begin to hear from demons. Many people do not know that there is a consciousness that is preternatural. There is a consciousness that is outside of the material. And through drinking, through smoking, 
that is how you open yourself to that world. Then demons begin to speak to you. There is a certain state you can't hear from God unless you drink deep. In the second service, I'm talking about how it happens. It happens by fasting and prayers. It happens by tarrying longer than wine. God must talk to you in these last days. The world is so full of darkness. Now, see, at first we used to deal with ordinary unbelievers. Now we are dealing with occults. Witchcraft is a fashion. Which a lady was talking on TV the last time. She said she went to France and she has been studying witchcraft. And she was saying, like she's a witch, and she was saying so comfortable. Those days when you say you were a witch, they stole you. Now people say boldly. Because of America got talent, Britain got talent, and those shows, witches are proud walking around calling themselves witches. Those are the people we are dealing with. You shall never marry one of them. Your boss will not be any of them. No, no, no. Imagine having a boss who drinks blood. How will you know? Every year somebody is dying in the company. There are some companies, nobody gives birth there, but people don't notice. There is a vampire boss you don't know. How come everybody is leaving the company like that? When they finish you, you leave. When another one will come. They suck people anyhow because they need new souls. When they come, they look at you and say, you are not the one, we will not employ you because you are a son of destiny. They can't touch you. They know their kind. They have eyes. In the name of Jesus. These days we are not contending with ordinary teachers. Teachers who say, A for apple, B for banana. No, 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 no. Teachers who drink blood. When they look at your children, they see that these ones have destiny. They put their hand in their throat, put it on the forehead, and the light of your child goes off. That is the kind of human beings we are dealing with in the last days. A wife that flies by night. One of you, you wake up, you hear your husband in the room. Amen, amen, and he's not praying in tongues. He's chanting. 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 Amen, amen. The only thing that angers this man is when you start to pray. Then suddenly there's confusion. He starts insulting you. I said, As you encounter the spirit of the word, said the letter kills, the spirit gives life. The spirit gives life. The spirit gives life. Through the word of God, you have an encounter, encounter, encounter with the word of God. God must speak to you. All the people who invested in DKM, Nanwan, etc. Maybe God spoke, but he didn't hear. Because God speaks 24-7. God speaks 24-7. How can you have broken heart three times? First food, you know, be food. Second food. Oh, you don't know that proverb. After the first, you should have learned your lesson. You have gone now. Can I tell you something? There has been only two world wars. You have gone five times. The whole world craft fighting, they fought only twice. Lastly, 
God speaks to us by his spirit. God speaks to us by his spirit. He says, the spirit searches all things. Yay! The deep things of God. God speaks to us by his spirit. God speaks to us by his spirit. Ephesians 5.26. That he must sanctify us by the washing of the water of the word. Number 2 John chapter 15. These are all scriptures from God speaking to us by the word. John chapter 10. He said, my sheep hear my voice. If you are a sheep of Christ, you hear his voice through his word. Lastly, God speaks to us by his spirit. John chapter 16. God speaks to us by his spirit. Verse 12. He says, I have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them. Look at the next verse. However, when he, the spirit of truth, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you. He will guide you. That is to say, the Holy Spirit is supposed to guide us. He will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. Things to come. Can I tell you something? If you want to hear from God, you must have a relationship with the Spirit of God. Practical living relationship. The Bible says if we live in the Spirit, we should also walk in the Spirit. You should be sensitive. Some of you are going out in the night. You say, I'm afraid. Why are you afraid? Because you are sensitive to demons. You are sensitive to armed robbers. You are sensitive to evil. But why don't you also think that God is with me? You have problems. You say, I have no one to help me. Because you are not sensitive. You see, when you begin to talk like this, it means you don't have a living relationship with the Spirit of God. He said he will guide you into all truth. He will lead you. He will teach you. He will show you things to come. The spirit of God is part of your ancestors in exams. When you have studied and all your classmates are talking plenty and you don't know, you have done your part. You have 15 minutes to write the exam. You can't go and do anything again. Just know that you have an advantage. He will bring to remembrance. The spirit of God is God's voice to you. If you don't learn to hear the voice of God, you are in trouble. One day, I went for lectures. As I was sitting in the lecture hall, the Spirit of God told me, leave the lecture hall. Ah. I had a lecturer. He's called Dr. Yita. I heard she's not a professor. She used to cut her hair. She's a woman, a woman, a feminist. Those people who don't grow hair. This woman comes to class. She's a good woman. I mean, I'm, the feminist is to describe the hair. She's a very good person. This woman, when she comes to class, she does attendance. And the whole class were like 45. Like 400 special course, elective course. It's for special people. I mean, how do I put it? You choose the course, that kind of thing. It's not like the first 100 or 500 people are in class. Like that. So we were few. This woman marks attendance. 
and attendance is part of her exams. And I said, oh, let me wait a little when the woman comes. Because a week before we had written exams, and she is coming to give us our uh, results, the script that she has marked. So when she gives us the script, and then also she does the attendance, then I will leave. Why would God tell me to leave? When I was coming, I was in a rush. My phone was off, so I put the phone in my locker. And some other, my external hard drive, other things, and I went for the lectures. In those days, people don't call us, so you don't need to worry about phones that much. I was using Sonia, and said, that phone was my heart. <laughs> I had 11 Bibles. Those days, it was not common to have a Bible on your phone. But I had Bibles on that phone. Because of the special app. That time, there was nothing like Android. It's 2012, 11-12. <laughs> this woman came to the class. The woman is always on, 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 on time. If this 1.30, 1.30, she's there. The latest 1.30, about 125. That day, we sat in the class almost 13 days. This woman was not coming. Ah. When she came, instead of her to take the attendance, she kept talking. There's some people didn't do well. She was talking. When with this woman? Finally, she gave us the script. She took her attendance. Then I left the lecture. When I got to my room in Komoto, somebody had broken my locker, taking my laptop, taking my Sony Ericsson, <laughs> taking my external hard drive. That external hard drive was over 200 gig. At that time, it was not common. And I was going to do a conference, and all my files were on them. There were two pen drives, Kingston. You remember Kingston? I had two. And I had 300 CDs in an envelope that was lying down in the locker. Two pen drives, my external hard drive, my laptop, my phone. The person took my phone. Took my external hard drive, the two pen drive. He took one and left one. It was shocking that the one he took was the one that had my files back up. The 300 CDs was not touched in the envelope. It was not like the envelope you see, it was just inside lying down. You could see it, a person didn't take it. Took my laptop, took my dear Sony everything. And I had given my things to somebody to watch for me. The guy was called Musa. When I turned, I realized that my clothes were on the bed. So I went to the Musa guy and I said, ah, what time did you put my things? He was the people who watched. And when I was a student, I didn't have time. So I used to let them help and I give them money. They do like that. They just to do this. They are not laundry, but they launder. You understand? <laughs> I went to ask him that. Ah, what time did you go to put the things in the room? He said, oh, about 15 minutes ago. I said, are you sure? And I said, when you went there, was my locker open? I said, oh, your locker was closed, so I put it on the bed. It means if I had come to the room 15 minutes earlier, the thief would have come to see me in the room. The spirit of God was right. Leave the lectures. When the woman gave us the script, she closed her book and left the lecture. She didn't continue the lecture. She left. She said she has a meeting. From that day, I decided I would never joke with this voice. I was lying on my bed one day. The Spirit of God told me today, I went to for a meeting. You see, we came back like 4 a.m. 
7.30 lecture, English department. I was too tired to wake up, but I still had to go. I had a religion when I was in school. I don't miss lectures, no matter what. And I think it's a good policy for you too. Because spiritual people don't have time to study that much. So we don't joke with that. If you are here, you don't go for lectures. You are, you, 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 your key is wrong. The real key that go for lectures, I, mean, I didn't miss my lectures. No matter, even if I'm sick, I'll get up and go. The Spirit of God told me, don't go for lectures. Sleep. Ah. <coughs> okay, because I remember my phone. <laughs> Around 9, 30, there about 10, I woke up. I met one of my classmates. Oh, Kelly, how was Kelly's lecture? I said, oh, we want to sit there. She didn't come. <laughs> I started laughing. Oh, this spirit is a spirit. My God. One day we were going for prayer meeting at UCC, and I was the leader. A lecturer came to announce that we are coming to write. I, I prayed to God that day. The Lord said, go for the prayer meeting. I had a 30 mass. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm not hearing well. But I know when the Lord speaks. So I said, okay, I'll go for it. I sat in the car. I learned prayer meeting from Accra to Cape Coast. Non-stop. When we finished the prayer meeting, it was around two. People started sending me messages, insulting me. Ah, what's going on? The lecturer came with the script to Conduct the eye. Then he said, where's the course rep? I was the course rep. <laughs> and the course rep was not around. The lecturer got angry. Started, that foolish boy. Nonsense. I, I can't say he will not be here when I'm right here. That foolish boy. He got angry and packed his things and left. <laughs> and people have studied coming to write their exams. <laughs> they started insulting me. Not knowing that when we pray, he hears. If he speaks, he will do something about it. He stirred an ungodly anger in the man. The man left, he didn't do the eye. The following week, when the man came to do the eye, I was there. He said, Winfred, how are you doing? I said, I'm fine, sir. He said, all the best. Just like that. <laughs> if you can hear this voice, if you can hear this voice, I was somewhere last. The day we went to Tema for the Ions, where was it? Huh? Thursday. As we were there, I told the boys that I will not, I, I'm leaving. So I called Tinima. And I told Tinima that, saw them out. Suddenly, something done on me that I should go home. I was with someone. I didn't know what, why, why should I go home? How I left you guys, were you not surprised? I came to pick them from here. We are going to Tema to buy metal. You see, they are working at the top. They are working on the church roof. They are welding the metals. We went there to buy the metal. I just caught him and he should keep them. And I left them. What's going on? I don't know something that go home. So I told the person, okay, I have to go home. I drove my car. When I got to the Melcom, I saw my wife said I should buy washing powder. So I bought the washing powder. I had a call. 
Hello? Winfrey? Reverend Dr. Kojobu Atimbempa. He was in front of my house. Imagine at the time he called I was in Tema. I would have missed my visitation. He didn't tell me. He didn't tell my wife. He didn't tell anybody. Some time ago, he told me that I should send the location to our house to him. One day, when he asked, he just passed by. But he didn't tell us that day. Not knowing that, that was it Thursday or Friday? That Thursday, with a huge uh, brabus, G-Wagon, he came in front of my house. And when the voice was telling me to go home, the man was standing in front of my house. What? I said, oh, I'm almost in front of the house. He said he was about to leave. I said, I'm almost here. He said, okay, because I came to visit you and your wife. And he doesn't have my wife's phone number. Uh, I opened the gate. He entered. He sat down in my sitting room. Started talking to us. Started talking to us. The beautiful part of it. God bless you. I want to go. And I knelt down. Everybody knelt down. He laid hands on the baby first. That day I knew that Fanuel is my son. That guy was a good guy. That day. When Dr. Bempa entered the house, he saw me, but he ran to him. And he said, Hello, I'm to two years. So happy, he didn't even mind me. He said, Daddy, but he was still with him playing. So happy. Wow. I said, Today, what do you want? I'll, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Hello, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was too much. The man was so happy, especially what it's like. Fanon knows him. Imagine he came to us and nobody knows him. My God, my God. This voice, this voice that speaks from the within of us. Let's activate it. You should not be a Christian and walking in darkness. God must speak to you. I just knew I have to go. My wife is not sick. Everybody is fine. Even if she's sick, I'm not the one to take her to the hospital at that time. Why are you going home? I have no plans to go home. In fact, I was supposed to even do some meeting in this place. And they were waiting. I have no plans to come home. I am not going to eat. I'm not going to do anything. But I don't know. I have to go home. In fact, go home. When I got there, his car was parked there. I don't know how many visitations we have missed. There's a taxi driver who took a man who was going abroad. When they sat in the car and they were talking, the man said, ah, you are such a good taxi driver. You are a good man. Why do you stay? So, oh, even my landlord is sacking me, blah, blah. I said, oh, I have built a new house in Adenta. I don't have anybody to stay inside for me. Please, go to this person. This is his number. Let him take you to the house. Go and stay in that house for me. Guess what? The man traveled, never came back. Up to date, the house is for the taxi driver. Not knowing when he went, he went to die. Imagine that taxi driver had a flat tire that day. And miss this man. 
Imagine, imagine. Many of us here, God sends somebody to us. We just miss the person. We miss by pettiness, by anger, by foolishness. Some of the people to bless us may not come as pleasant experiences, but God sent them. You need the spirit of God to validate the presence of every man in your life. Is this a good man? No, stay away. Is this a good man? Yes, stay. Should I go? Yes. Should I go? No. This is the voice that gives a superior advantage over the rest of the world. Until God begins to speak to you, your Christian experience will be myopic. Myopic in the sense that everything we see in the world is deception. Reality sometimes is not attractive. God will speak to us. There's a lady in this church. She worked for a company for four months. The company didn't pay her. Five months, company didn't pay her. Six months, she came to me. Pastor, I want to leave the company. My boss is not paying me. And I said, ah, me too. The advice I give to everybody, if the salary is not good, stop. If they are not paying you, stop. Because you are sacrificing in church. You don't also go and continue the sacrifice elsewhere. We don't sacrifice. They should pay you your salary because you are working. That's my philosophy. But when the, the lady said it, I was sitting here. I said, eh. Then I bowed my head like this and I spoke to the spirit within. Spirit of God. What should I tell her? He said, tell her that she should look for jobs but until she gets some of the jobs, she should not stop her current work. Hey, so I told her that, so how do you get money to go to work? So sometimes my husband helps me. Sometimes I say, hey. So you don't have problem with transportation. If she has said she has problem, I would have told her that I would be providing the transportation. Because if God speaks, everybody who is part of that spoken, Charlie is part of the blessing. Then I said, my husband gives me transportation every I said, okay, okay, okay. You know what? You keep working and be looking for other places to work. If you get that job, then you stop. Five months later, the company had a deal from somewhere in Cameroon. And the lady brought the documents to me here to pray on it. That pastor, if this thing goes through, we are, we are, we are, we are done. Guess what? The thing went through. And this is what the boss said. All my workers left. You are the only one who stayed. I'm going to the Cameroon to sign the contract. Do you have a passport? Yes, let's go. When they came back, they said that we have to celebrate. We need four people to be employed in this company. Go and look for the four. Number two, we are going to Dubai to celebrate. So let us go. The lady said, I will not go if my husband is not part. The man said, no problem. You can bring your husband. the other workers. Nobody brought the wife or the husband. Only her. They asked her, how much salary do you want? The girl said, thousand dollars. The woman laughed and said, ah, okay. If that's what you want. Because the woman was thinking two thousand dollars. And she said, that is okay, but you will give it to me. We will give you a lot of allowances. Imagine the man of God said, oh, leave, leave, leave. Don't sacrifice them. Some of us, we are too used to the voice. One voice that spoke yesterday. He has, he has, even our phones update. It's dangerous to hear God's voice once. 
Good. Abraham would have killed Isaac if he had heard God once. But God said, go and sacrifice. It was during the sacrifice. He said, stop, 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 stop. I brought the goat. If he had not heard the second time, he would have killed him. You must hear God all the time. You must hear God all the time. Imagine God spoke to me to leave tech. And I came to let go. He never spoke again. I would have become SRC secretary. When I was in Legon, the first time they organized Students' Excellence Award, they did it at the university guest house, and I was given the plaque, the most influential student. It was a glass plaque. I can show it to you. SRC organized that. When I went there, I asked, how do you know? Say, everybody voted that you are the most influential student. They had to vote online. And me, I didn't even know. A lady by name Mimiku Kualai submitted my name, and they were voting, and they voted for me. The whole school as the most influential student. It was held at the, uh, the guest house, university guest house. That day I was in red vest, red tie, black trousers, white shirt. I remember very well. Because when he spoke to me to leave tech, he also spoke again. Whatever you see Ampa do, do the same. And I saw Apostle Ampa doing so many things in tech. And I did the same. It was Katanga Hall, UCF, in tech, they call IACF, Katanga Hall Prayer Secretary. I became Commodore Hall Prayer Secretary. He became the whole tech prayer secretary. Me too, I became the whole Legon prayer secretary. I was the UCF prayer secretary, the whole Legon. Every prayer secretary was under me. I heard where. I heard where. God spoke to me to start a church. I never had plans. I wanted to be a journalist. And I was serious. I started reading newspapers when I was in primary school because I wanted to be a journalist. The thing was burning inside of me. To me, Makabu, Shaka Sali, they were my mentors. Some of you have not even heard of them. They used to be in CNN, on Voice of America. The thing left my eyes when God spoke to me. And every problem that came with that voice eventually fell by that voice. Many of us will see that the thing is huge. How is it going to be done? If you hear God, it will be done. Maybe you didn't hear God. But if God is to speak to you once, every confidence you need, every encouragement you will be in that one voice, it will align everything in your life. It will line up. When God spoke to me to start a church, that was the first time somebody came to me and said that if I have plans to start a church, he wants to be with me. Meanwhile, they were all around me. Yes. Three or four girls came to me in Komoto in my room, brought me gifts for the first time. Hey, the thing has not begun, but the provision has started. Hear God. Hear God. The, the, the child of God is supposed to hear the voice of God in his life. Sometimes be quiet. Sometimes yield yourself to silence. I think I have to end now. But this is the secret. Mostly when I'm in the house, I'm in my room. My wife sometimes thinks I'm asleep. I'm not asleep. I'm thinking. I'm meditating. It is in those silence. If I open my eyes, they'll start talking. Hey, this one has done this. This one has done this. The only way to confuse them is I just lie down. 
But when you open the door, I see it. I remember yesterday I was lying down. My wife came. He came to remove a box. He thought he was disturbed. He thought I was asleep. He took the box. He, he, thought I, he didn't put on the light. He wanted to put on light in the washroom. So the washroom light would throw. I was just watching. When he comes now, do this. Because everybody knows sisters, they light up it. And you are responsible to hear them. That's what it means to be a married person. And my wife likes that. No, you have to hear. I don't have time. I'm meditating. You didn't know what you came in for. You came to hear. That's what marriage is about. Listen, as we are doing this thing, you think that you don't need light and direction. We were in Nigeria. The man of God said we should pray for our next level. Suddenly a thought came to me that pray against any attack on the church building. So I knelt down. Not knowing that when we were away, the whole MCE, Boyle here and his people came here. And their vision was to come and stop the building. Because some buildings are collapsing. If buildings are collapsing, does it mean this one is going to collapse? If people are dying, does it mean you will die? Are people not dying? Why have you not bought a coffin? Even in COVID, you didn't buy a coffin. When the man came here, he was rather impressed with what is going on here. They brought him to confuse him, but he was not confused. God is going to speak to you from today. You will hear loudly. One day I was in secondary school. My father was severely sick. And the Lord told me, go and pray. Until you enter university, you will not die. So I was on the school field praying that until I, because if I don't enter university, my father died, I may not enter university because I do not have money. And all I didn't, I didn't ask that, but if I enter, how will it continue? I didn't know. But God who knew said, I have to enter. I went to tech. I blew one year there. The man didn't die. I came to Legon. The man's sickness came again. When I was in tech, it was there. Six months time, my father died. I was in level 100 in Legon. Do you know that my provision after the death of my father was like five times the provision when he was alive? For the first time, I was paying school fees with dollars. University of Ghana. When I was in level 400, when I was paying my school fees, the university was owing me because I had overpaid. God ensured that I, if you were in school when I was there, you would know that I was not looking poor. No sponsor from anywhere. No sponsor from any man. Just dependency on God. The day somebody stole my laptop in Komoto, I went to the miracle center and I prayed that the person would bring the laptop back. Come and see me. Buga prayers. Cursing. Commanding. On my way, as I was coming, I met a young man. He's called Afre. He said, ah, brother Winfred, God told me that I should bring my laptop to you. He was in Ivandi. Recently, I went to Kumasi and I went to see him. He's now a Bible school lecturer. No wonder. You can't sow a seed like that and become an ordinary man. That is the laptop I used to organize all my files again to go and do my conference. I own that laptop uh, until one day I have a cousin, a brother, sorry, my father's son, my biological brother in America. 
he came and bought me a brand new HP laptop. And I dashed the one Alfred gave to me because that one was higher than the other one. I dashed it to somebody. I was using 250 gig external hard drive. I was working, a man from MPU met me. He said, ah, Pastor Alfred, by the grace of God, now I'm dealing with external hard drives business. I want you to pray on it. And I said, I need one. He said, I'll dash you one if you need it. Guess what? Seagate, he took me to a suit in a shop, 500 gig, and gave it to me. The first I had was 250. He gave me 500 gig Seagate. I gave that external to the media people, and they threw it away. May not hear. I don't destroy things. <laughs> if God speaks to you, I'm telling you how beautiful your life will become. Beautiful how your life will become. Jump to your feet. Say, Father, activate within me every necessary power to hear your voice. Lift up your voice and pray right now. You need that voice. Lift up your voice. No, no, no. I didn't say whisper. Are you hungry at all? Pray with faith, with aggression, with passion. 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 None of the three is far from you. God speaks by his prophets. He speaks by his word. He speaks by his spirit. Lift your voice. He said, You hear a voice. Say, This is the way walk the ring. There is a voice that you must hear. There is a direction that must come from God. Lift your voice and pray that Father speak to me. Many, maybe, maybe you have come to the place where you need to know what is the next step. The next step is a voice away. The voice of God is your next step. one way. Just one way. Just one way. That is all you need. The word of God. The word of God. Don't just make decisions. Be led. They that are led by the spirit. They are the sons of God. The leadings of the spirit. 
Lift up your voice and pray to God. Christianity is a personal relationship with God. That is why it is not a religion. It's a personal walk with God. God wants to talk to you. Give him the chance. God wants to address you. Give him the chance. As you are praying, you are positioning yourself to hear the voice of God. You need that voice every step on the way. God, what should I do? How do I do this? How can this be done? When he speaks, you are at rest. Lift up your voice and cry out. Hakapa hatakapa. Aya kapanta nangapata. Aya kapanta ni mikapanta. Iye katera petera papaya. Yelele kataya. Irapanto namatamahaya. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Let the waters flow. The water of many voices. Speaking daily unto me. Lord speak to me. Lift your voice and pray. When he speaks, mistakes are avoided. Errors are avoided. You are secure in his voice. Your security is in his word. If God speaks, that's your protection. The man that hears from God is above affliction. The one that hears from God is above every form of demonic attacks. Have I not said it and will I not do it? Who shall decree a thing and it comes to pass when the Lord has not ordained it? the beginning was the word the word was with God and the word was God all things were made through this way and without him was not anything that was made in him is life and this is the light that signs to every man who comes to him that voice makes the beauty in our lives We have to grow in this darkness to identify the voice of God. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. The purpose of praying is to hear from God. The purpose of fasting is to hear from God. You need God to talk to you. I 
our generation, we are not doing anything, but we have become too busy. God, speak to us. Show us the way. What is the direction for my life? These are questions you'll be asking every day. When you, when you ask, you, 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 you answer. But unfortunately, most of us don't ask. We assume we know. Don't walk by common sense. In the afternoon, second service, I'm coming, walking in the spirit. Some people say, oh me, I'm a natural man. Ah! Corinthians 2, 40, say, 11, 40. Chapter 2, verse 11 to 40. He said, the natural man cannot receive from God. We are talking about fellowship because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a common sense person. Common sense. You must be joking. This is I say, I don't like investing. I want to be in class one. Does not. Does is active. He doesn't. In other words, he does in the negative. It's like saying when God is coming, he'll be walking backwards. He does not receive from God. Neither can he. In other words, even if he tries, he can't. Yeah, they are foolishness. Everything about that face sounds foolish, and you begin to experience it yourself. One day I was printing posters. I didn't have money. The poster guy said he would need 300 cities. And I had 50 cities. The Lord told me, go and give the 50 cities to this man. Ah, really? So I went to give the 50 cities in an envelope. I gave it to the man. I went to the field praying. As I was coming back from the field, I saw somebody talking. And the person was preaching. And I said, let me pass by. Because the fellowship was a friend of mine who was doing the fellowship. Let me go and sit there and then close with them because it was about to close. When I went there, the man of God was preaching. The man of God stopped and said, are you a pastor? Me too, I was a student. He said, the Lord says to give you $100. And after $100 was three cities, 60 pesos. So $100 was 360 cities. I needed 300 cities. My 50 cities, God has even made this 60. When you hear, most of us, we give without hearing. I would say faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. People think that faith comes by preaching. No. Faith comes when you hear God. If God speaks to you, that one is what it produces called faith. Nothing can stop it. If God says, you will get first class. You don't struggle to believe. Because God has said it. Even if you are doubting it, you know that he's still coming to you strongly. Dear Lord Jesus, we need your voice now than ever. Confusion all over the world. Confusion all over the world. Therefore, speak to every one of us here. Anyone here under the sound of my voice, online, wherever, listening to me. From today, there is an initiation into the voice of God. God speaking to you with a still small voice. God speaking to you through his word. Speaking to you to, by the prophet. Speaking to you by his spirit. You will hear God in dreams and visions. In the mighty name of Jesus. Take your seat.
God. 